Welcome to the Gifted Therapy Podcast, hosted by Mary Stone. Through her gift of being claircognizant, psychic, and her mediumship skills, you will be intrigued and educated about alternative ways of healing. Mary has 20 years of experience to bring her to this point. It all started with a tragedy of her own. She will be joined by me, Renee Johnson, the producer and a longtime client and friend of Mary's. I am a firm believer of all things spiritual and am a testimony of how Mary's sessions have changed my life. I hope these sessions can help you with clarity, peace, comfort, and closure, and provide you with helpful information as you move through your earthly journey. Everything provided in this podcast has come from Mary's own experience of doing private readings. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. So today we wanted to talk about the topic of soulmates soulmate relationships, how do they work, what are they. So with that said, hi, Mary. Hi, Renee. How are you? I'm doing good today. I'm so glad we're we're discussing this topic now. Uh, We're trying to pick topics that people would be interested in. And all the readings that I've done over the years One of the questions that people always ask me, is this person my soulmate? And so I thought that this would be a good topic um, to discuss. Yeah, I'm excited. I've I've had this question before. So yeah, it's an interesting one. (laughs) Yes, yes, you have. That's right. (laughs) So with that said, uh, my first question for you is, Mary, what are what are soulmates? What are they? Yes, everybody, when you think of soulmates, you think of your husband or your wife. But it also can be any person that you have a strong connection with. Like when you meet somebody, it's just like you know that person. It could be a friend. It could be a coworker or a relative. So when you use the term soulmate, it just doesn't mean uh, who you marry. Mm, okay. So it can be anyone. It, it could be a, a blood relative from your line, or it could be someone not blood related, but just someone you know. Yeah, from it doesn't a- have to be blood related at all. It just, it could be your best friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's somebody that you have had a strong soul connection with. And when you meet that person, you have so much in common with them. And it's it's like you almost know that you're supposed to be with that person. Okay, got you. So does that mean that there are, are different types of soulmates, like um, with different purposes? Yes. Um, like I said, I, when I go into my readings and people ask me, you know, is this person my soulmate or is, is this person or this person? And You know, it could be a particular uh, soulmate. There's a a soul partnership. You you agree to partner with a soul to support you in whatever you do. There's a soul tie. That soul is in your life for a reason. There's a past life soulmate. When two souls have shared a past life and they recognize their energy and they come back and do it again, Uh, There's a karmic soulmate. It's you come back with a certain person to pay back debts. 
And then there is a soul contract. Uh, when you agree before you're born to meet this person and help one or the other get through their life's journey. And to be honest with you, that was my connection with my husband. I really believe that it was a soul contract. And mm -hmm. I was, we were married for 42 years. He passed away uh, 10 years ago and we'd still be married if he hadn't passed away. Mm -hmm. But I met him in the uh, horse show industry when we both showed horses in the same circuit. And when he, he was uh, eight years older than me, so he wasn't, you know, my same age, but I knew of him and he was very good looking and very athletic and very well known in that industry. And one time he came up to me, I'll never forget, it was at the New York State Fair, and he whispered in my ear, I'm going to marry you when you grow up. <laughs> and I looked at him, whoa, okay, you know, I was only 14 years old, and being eight years older than me, I was like, oh my God, get away, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you creep. Like. Yeah, really. It's a little creepy, you know? But yeah. that's what he said. He went, and like, I was like, wow, okay. Mm -hmm. So then I sort of let go of it, obviously. And uh, when I turned 18, I went to college. And uh, I went to a college where they had a riding team, and he happened to be the coach of the riding team, and I met him again. And we started dating, just a few dates, nothing big deal, going out to dinner, you know. And all of a sudden, I said to him, I think I'm supposed to marry you. And he looked at me like, what? <laughs> 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 I swear to goodness, it was like we knew there was a contract between the two of us. Mm -hmm. I mean, he recognized it when I was 14, and I recognized it at 18. And he goes, well, do you think we should date? And I go, I don't know. I, I, I We can date, but I think we're supposed to marry each other. <laughs> wow. we, so we really didn't even date. It was just... He looked at his calendar and said, well, we don't have a horse show uh, on July 10th, so that's a good day to get married, you know? What? I know. This is, this is literally <laughs> how it went. I know. It was crazy. <laughs> Gosh. And um, yeah. my mother gave us a big wedding, and, you know, it was – and like I said, it lasted 42 years, and we'd still be married – if he hadn't passed away. So to me, that was a sole contract uh, mm -hmm. between the two of us before we were born that we were supposed to marry each other. Wow. Some story, huh? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So you guys really didn't um, know each other like long. It was just you just you just knew. We just knew. Well, hi, he came up to me when I was 14 years old. I mean, it was at a horse show. Mm -hmm. And he just whispered in my ear, you know, um, I'm going to marry you when you grow up. Wow. And so, then and then later you do meet him again. And mm -hmm. now you're unaware that, that you have this knowing, but something in you is telling you, yeah, this is the guy. Like, you just undoubtedly just, knew. 
Yeah, it was weird. I mean, I had turned 18, so I could date him. Like I said, he was eight years older than me. And um, I think we just, it was not a casual. We went to lunch or we went to dinner. It wasn't like we were dating, dating. And then that's when I said to him, I think I'm supposed to marry you. I want to marry you. And (laughs) (laughs) he's like, he's just like, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's about it. I swear. It's like, so we were meant to be. And we created a beautiful family together. And we lasted all these years and, you know, there was a reason why we had signed this contract before we came back to this earth. So those are the different types of soulmates, uh, soul partners, soul ties, past life soulmates, karmic soulmates, mm-hmm. soul contracts. Mm-hmm. There's so uh, there's all different uh, soul contracts, soul relationships that you do make through your, your life's journey. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, so with that, why would you say that um, people are attracted to certain people? Because clearly you were attracted to him in some way strong enough um, to say, I think I want to marry you. You're the person, right? Oh, what? yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, no, yeah. definitely. So, <laughs> yeah. So why are why are people attracted to certain people? Like, what is that? Like that knowing? Well, I think the first thing is a physical attraction. I mean, I know I was physically attracted to him. He was extremely good looking. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and then after you're attracted to that person, there has to be some kind of chemistry. Mm-hmm. If there's not chemistry, it usually doesn't last too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, yet, mm-hmm. go ahead. But outside of like even romantic relationships, um, soulmates can be someone that you're not romantic. So are there certain things that attracts you to certain people that will give you that knowing like this is definitely a soul connection yeah no it's true it doesn't have to be romantic Mm -hmm. sometimes your soulmate can be uh, your best friend Mm -hmm. Um, you know sometimes people look for fatherly or motherly love that they never felt growing up and this person maybe it could be older, it's like a mother figure to you or a father figure and you feel so connected to this person. And it also could do with money, uh, security, loneliness. Um, Mm -hmm. It's uh, something that you um, will fill your needs in life. Mm -hmm. So it can be all sorts of things. So soulmates can't be just categorized as finding your lover in life, uh, your husband or your wife. It could be so many different things. Mm-hmm. And, but people do use it as, you know, my husband's my soulmate or my, uh, my wife is my soulmate. And that's true too. But mm-hmm. you have to look broader than that because it goes further, I think. Yeah, got you, got you. So basically there's a just a knowing it could be anything like it could be you're attracted to this person physically or they're filling a need they're filling something that your soul needs for its growth and so you just feel you know some kind of 
connection, like a soul connection with this person that it's like, no, I need this person in my life. Like, right. It's like, this person is a, a part of you. Like, not that they make you, but it's like, this person has a very um, strong connection with you. Like you don't want to lose this person. You know that they're valuable in your life. Basically. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Have you ever heard that saying, um, uh, people come into your life for a reason, season, or lifetime? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So certain people will come into your life and for a reason to either teach you something um, or for just a season, you know, a while, mm -hmm. that you, you have to learn something and then for a lifetime. With that, why then, if the, if these individuals are soulmates for you per se, why are some relationships good and some are not, some work out, some don't? Why is that? Well, you know, we, we touched on this a little bit on um, our other podcasts. Mm -hmm. You know, we always come back for certain reasons with certain peoples for basically karmic issues. You know, you might need an experience and this person is going to give you that experience. It could be a good experience or a bad experience, but it's, it's to make you grow. So basically, it's a part of your soul growth, like for the good or the bad. So if it's a bad relationship or a bad situation, there's a, a lesson there that you probably needed to learn so that when you do find that right person for you, you know the signs of what is not good or something like that. Or Yeah. Yeah. Or you're here to... Um, learn a lesson, a good lesson, like uh, you encounter a person who is into some philanthropic work that inspires you to now do something that helps the world, the community. So they, they can be good or bad, basically. Yes. And, and it's always, you know, you don't grow, you don't have any soul growth, but it's always good. And, yeah. You know, <laughs> Usually the, the hard stuff is what makes you grow, really, truly. It is. It's, yeah. you know, that's life, you know. Mm -hmm. Life is, is, is very hard, and the hard things that we do go through, and we learn from them, and we come become better people. So, you know, people, you know, I've had friends of mine that have been married several, several times, and, you know, each relationship, they've either said they've learned something or they know what they want or don't want in the next husband or next relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's how it goes. And mm -hmm. the people that stay, you know, for life, know they're supposed to be there for life and they work things out. You know, my husband and I didn't have the greatest marriage. Nobody really does. We went through a lot, a lot of hardship. And um, the night before we were supposed to marry, um, his whole barn burnt down and lost all of his show horses. Mm -hmm. And it was the worst tragedy. I still have nightmares over it because I had seen it. Mm -hmm. um, I was on my way to pick up my wedding dress when I turned on the radio and said that uh, Roneo Farms was on fire. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's my husband's farm. And I turned around and just went out there 90 miles an hour and the whole barn was burning and the horses were still in there and they mm. were, it was horrible. And, 
you know, my husband, they were holding my husband down and the fire was so intense that the firemen couldn't even get to it. And uh, after, and all the horses had passed, it was just horrible. And my husband didn't want to get married. He said, I have nothing anymore. I don't have a business. Why would you want to marry me? And, and it was terrible. And I said, no, I'm marrying you. I'm, I want to marry you. I don't, we'll start from scratch, mm-hmm. you know? So we didn't have a very good start in our marriage. Mm. And uh, we did end up getting married and, you know, he really doesn't remember it except for the pictures. He was totally in shock, but I could have walked away. Mm -hmm. I could have said, you know what? You're right. You don't have a business. Your business is burnt to the ground, Mm. you know, but uh, I said, no, you know, well, we're going to do it and we're going to make it. So Mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say is that, you know, all relationships have reasons why you're there and Mm -hmm. I think me being there for him during that time and sticking with him helped him move on Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you know it's like I said you you either stick it out and know that you're going to do it and and you're going to be okay or you know that you have to move on and learn from what you have had in the past relationship to know what you don't want in the new one. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You have to make that choice. And actually, that also is a lesson, I think, that nothing is ever usually perfect. So Disney, that whole fairy tale thing, <laughs> yeah, really. that, that's that's not real life, right? You, you leave it at Disney World, you know? <laughs> yeah, yes. So... Like- it's yeah. nice, but not realistic. You know? Right. Yes. And you got to know if this is the person for you. You're going to you're going to want to stick it out, you know, and then if it's not, you learn your lesson and you keep on pushing. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. That that actually made me think of um, in a previous episode, we were talking about what happens when you die. Um, the relationships in, you know, the spirit world. I, I believe, you know, there's, you might make a contract also to come back into, you know, this life in order to deal with karmic issues, like you were saying. So sometimes you, you might encounter that person and you feel strongly. Is that because of that, that contract? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Like I said in a previous um, podcast, I really didn't have to come back this time. I could have stayed exactly where I was and, and been very happy. Yeah. But uh, I agreed to come back with my husband to to work through the karmic issues that he needed to go through and, and stick by him. So it all makes sense to me. You know, because, <laughs> you know most women would run, you know, I don't want any part of this. And that was just one example of what happened to us. So and I stuck it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I knew I was supposed to stick it out. And I was right. And there was a lot of karmic issues, and uh, we worked it out. I just hope we clarified some things with people, because like I said in the beginning of the podcast, of all the readings I've done over the years, one of the questions that people always ask me, is this man my soulmate? Is this woman my soulmate? And, you know, when I go into answer their questions, sometimes it's no. It's, you know, you can have a romantic relationship with somebody and the chemistry is there and it's it's off the wall but is that your soulmate no 
it's mm. you know it's your lover it's your 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 person you're attracted to and you know your husband always doesn't have to be your soulmate no, okay. like i said we, it can be all different sorts of people and um so that terminology is sort of stuck there you know yeah so okay so your husband doesn't necessarily have to be your soulmate, no. but but they can still be your best friend. They can still be absolutely okay. Got you. It a just soul, wasn't a soulmate is somebody that you, had, you have had a soul connection with. So if if your husband is a newer soul and he's just coming back for the first time, he doesn't really have a big soul connection with you, but you're here to agree to. Um, go through life with him and make a soul connection. It's something that you work on. Right. Gotcha. Okay. And and do you feel like most people, you know, encounter their soulmate or it's it's really just free will? I think they do cuz like I said, I it, your soulmate could be one of your best friends, you know? It's mm-hmm. cuz we always come back with the same people like I said before. So yeah, I I think that's um you know, I think I have a lot of soulmates is is to answer a yeah. question is is that I think I have several soulmates. I right. have a lot a lot of dear friends that have stuck by me over the years and We've seemed to know each other and and very very well, and I think that you know other people can be your soulmates. Right. Yes. Do yes. I think my husband was my soulmate? Maybe not. Maybe he was just. It was a contract that I was to get him through his life journey, which right. is fine. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, we'd still be married if he hadn't passed away. So it was a lifetime uh, commitment to me to this this man. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So you will likely encounter your soulmate, but they may not be your husband. They could be your best friend. They could be anyone. So yeah. that's that's the lesson here is that soulmates- I think so. I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So I think this was a good discussion on soulmates and I think people will get a lot to chew on from this episode. I hope Uh, so. Yeah. You know, there's all good, there's good relationships and bad relationships, but they're all meant to be for different reasons. And if you can, and if you can just remember that when you get into a relationship, I think it will help you and not get stuck on that one and you can move on. Yeah. Yeah. So with that said, I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, If you liked today's episode, please uh, follow us on your platform of choice. And also, please leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. Give us feedback um, and and share the episode with a friend who you think might be interested in hearing this this information. Um, We are at Gifted Therapy on Facebook and Gifted Therapy on all of your podcasting platforms. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you, Renee. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Bye. Bye.